ولقد كرمنا بني آدم وحملناهم في البر والبحر ورزقناهم ورزقناهم من الطيبات وفضلناهم على كثير ممن خلقنا تفضيلا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the seventh episode of this podcast series titled Becoming Bani Adam, exploring 12-er Shi'i discussions on human ancestry. My name is Fatima Megji and I'll be introducing each podcast episode, which is an audiobook of a paper that I wrote a few years ago and is being narrated by Brother Justin Mishouf. In the previous episodes, we discussed a few key issues, including the timeline of Prophet Adam salam and how behavioral anthropology from the story of Adam salam and his family, which is discussed in the Quran and the Ahadith, indicate that he is most likely to have existed between 10 to 12,000 years ago, a time period which some scientists and evolutionary biologists have described as the Neolithic Revolution due to the advances of Homo sapiens made at that time. In the previous episode, we also discussed various ahadith from more than a thousand years ago, which surprisingly discussed the existence of a human-like creature called the Nasnas, who existed prior to Adam salam, and that the ahadith mentioned were destroyed before his creation, and hence the angel's confusion in the verse that was mentioned previously. This feature of 12 Shi'i ahadith is unique, and it is not shared with the hadith corpus of our brothers and sisters of the Ahl Sunnah. As such, there is actually scriptural support for the possibility that Adam was not the first of the Homo sapiens species. In today's episode, we will move on to a different discussion and explore the scriptural evidence or lack thereof for Adam having biological parents. In other words, is it possible that Prophet Adam though the first full human being with all of humanity's metaphysical qualities, had biological parents or could have descended from an evolutionary tree, after which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala breathed into him a ruh or a spirit, which is what made him the first full human. This is the argument that some theistic evolutionists like to make, and the main evidence against this idea lies in the Qur'an itself, and this is in the Qur'anic verse that compares Prophet Adam to Prophet Isa and his miraculous conception. And with that, we'll turn it over to Brother Justin. Although the Qur'an discusses Adam many times, it lacks specific detail. It notes that he was a creation of God, and it indicates that there was something unique to his creation. More importantly, it delineates Adam's creation as the beginning of something grand and eventful for our human history. It is noted, quote, When your Lord said to the angels, Indeed, I am going to create a human out of dry clay, drawn from an aging mud. So when I proportion him and breathe into him my spirit, then fall down prostrate before him. Thereat the angels prostrated, all of them together. Certainly we created you. Then we formed you. Then we said to the angels, prostrate before Adam. So they all prostrated, but not Iblis. He was not among those who prostrated. End quote. This verse mentions that Adam and all humans were created from dust and clay, pointing to the partially material reality of human beings. The Quran brings several descriptions of this clay, which have been interpreted as descriptions of the various stages of creation, i.e. clay, a muddy clay, cooked, etc. However, as many scholars have noted, like Ayatollah Jafar Sapani mentioned in part one, the idea that God created Adam from clay does not negate the possibility of other intermediary stages, nor does it prove that his creation was entirely independent of other organisms. 
If between this clay and the creation of Adam, other stages commensurate with the evolutionary process were to be proven, it would not necessarily go against the Quran in its haqiqi literal sense. However, it would be contrary to its prima facie, dhahir, meaning. Interestingly enough, verses that describe God's shaping of Adam have been used by certain theistic evolutionists to support a reading that alludes to human evolution. While this verse may have some ambiguities, this is not the only verse that suggests Adam was created independent of parents. Ayatollah Jawadi Amuli, in Tafsir Tasnim, contends that the strongest verse of the Quran that suggests Adam did not have parents is where God compares the creation of Jesus to that of Adam. Quote, Indeed, the case of Jesus with Allah is like the case of Adam. He created him from dust, then said to him, Be, and he was. End quote. This verse was revealed in response to the Christians of Najran, who believed that Jesus was God, as he was the divine Son of God. One of the reasons that the Christians claimed Jesus was a part of the Trinity was because he did not have a father. In response to their reasoning that Jesus was divine because of this, the verse was revealed saying in God's eyes, the example of Jesus is like that of Adam. Moreover, the Quran explicitly states that God has no partners and that he has no offspring. The strength of this comparison lies in the belief that Adam also had no father or mother. The argument follows, why give precedence to Jesus and claim that he is divine when Adam too did not have parents? It points to a logical fallacy and or inconsistency in Trinity theology. The verse mentions that they both, Adam and Jesus, were created from dust, and that God created them both by his order of kun fayakun, be, and it is. Theistic evolutionists argue that this phrasing does not necessitate an instantaneous process or miraculous creation. The phrase kun fayakun, be, and it is, is also used to describe the creation of the universe, a process that we know spanned billions of years. This is also something that Allama Tabatabai notes with regards to the verse. The Quran states, quote, All things, whether they come into being gradually or instantly, are created by Allah, brought into being by His command, i.e., by the word be, as He says. His command, when He intends anything, is only that He says to it, be, and it is. Many of these things come into existence gradually, when they are seen in the framework of their gradual causes. But when they are seen in relation to Allah, then there is no graduality in their existence, no gap between the command be and their being. Allah says, and our command is but one as the twinkling of an eye. End quote. Quran 54.50 The prima facie, dhahir, and literal, haqiqi meaning of the verse seems to indicate that both Adam and Jesus are creations of God, made from dust, but it does not explicitly mention their lack of parents as a point of comparison. Nevertheless, due to the inferences drawn from the verse, it can be easily deduced that the verse is trying to communicate that Adam had no parents. This would be the obvious implication. Ayatollah Jawadi Amuli in his Tafsir Corpus, Tafsir Tasnim, writes that this reasoning is effective because while Jesus had a mother, Adam had neither a mother nor a father. He specifically negates the possibility that Adam had parents by saying, Quote, this type of reasoning tells us that Adam and Eve did not come into this world through previous humans. If this is not the case, then the reasoning that was brought against the Christians is incomplete, because if Adam had come into this world through a mother and a father, then comparing him to Jesus would have no meaning or significance. Thus, the verse, with its very apparent prima facie meaning, shows that Adam was not the son of any person. And if narrations tell us that before this world and Adam, 
that there was another world, an atom, there's no contradiction with what has been said, because it is possible that there were many different progenies that became extinct. However, the present generation returns to Adam and Eve. The other piece of evidence that Ayatollah Jawadi Amoli uses to conclude that Adam and his family were not the offspring of previous Homo sapiens was mentioned earlier, i.e. their behavior and ignorance on burial rituals. Using both of these verses as evidence, he concludes that the Quran indicates a unique creation for Adam, and that Adam did not have parents. In Surat Vasirat in San Dar Quran, he elaborates further and says that while other Homo sapiens have existed on Earth that may have been a product of an evolutionary process, this does not negate or contradict the idea that Adam and his progeny were created independently of this process. There are times where we observe material causes and effects sourced in God, but this does not negate the possibility of causes that are entirely immaterial and also sourced in God. This opinion is shared by Sayyid Mahmoud Talagani, who explores this discussion in Volume 1 of his Tafsir, Portoya as Qur'an, The Rays of the Qur'an. In addition to these verses alluding to Adam's distinct creation, there is substantial evidence in our Ahadith literature that supports this. One such tradition is narrated by Abu Jafar Muhammad bin Ali bin al-Husayn bin Musa al-Qawmi, also known as Ibn Babawai, or Sheikh al-Saduq, in al-Khisal a numeric classification of traditions and characteristics, where he narrates the following from Imam Muhammad al-Baqir. Quote, When Allah created the earth, he created seven generations, worlds, in it. And none of these generations, worlds, were of the children of Adam. Allah created all of them from the crust of the earth and gave them a dwelling in it, one after another, with a world for each generation. Then Allah created Adam, the father of this generation of humans, and created his progeny from him. I swear by God that ever since heaven was created, it has been used by the spirits of the believers. Ever since hell was created, it has also been always occupied by spirits of the sinful unbelievers. Perhaps you think that once the resurrection day arrives, and God takes the bodies and souls of the believers to paradise, and the bodies and the souls of the residents of hell to hell, then there shall be no one left on earth to worship, glorify, and bear testimony to the unity of the honorable, the exalted God. The honorable, the exalted God will create another world with a new set of monotheistic people without any male or female distinction to worship, glorify, and bear testimony to the unity of God. God will create another earth for them to live in and will create another sky to cast a shadow upon their heads. As the honorable, the exalted God said, one day, the earth will be changed into a different earth, and so will be the heavens. The honorable, the exalted God also said, Were we then wary with the first creation that they should be in confused doubt about a new creation? End quote. From this narration and others, the Ahadith literature is quite explicit that Adam did not have parents, nor did he have a relationship with these previous creatures as their forefather. Interesting to note is that the tradition says that God created these previous peoples from the crust of the earth. What this means, one can only speculate. These narrations also affirm that human beings today have no relationship with previous hominid species, including any previous non-Adamic Homo sapiens. This understanding is also in line with a literal understanding of the story in which Adam and Eve initially live in the heavens, are tempted by Satan, listen to him, and then descend to earthly life. This brings us to the final and perhaps most contentious question. 4. Are we all descendants of Adam? 